Welcome to another intuitive journey. In today's podcast, I'm going to once again turn to client emails for inspiration. An email I recently received from H.L. in Oakville writes, Dear Savita, I recently have befriended a couple of younger women I really like through the gym I go to regularly. After working out, we usually go out for coffee. Over recent coffee, they discussed that they've been reading up on various magical practices. They use terms like Wicca, Earth Magic. I found it really interesting. What especially caught my interest was their describing how, according to these magical practices, there are actually eight seasons instead of four. Am I missing something, Savita? I like to think of myself as an open person, but eight seasons as opposed to four seems very peculiar. Would you or could you possibly shed some light, Savita? My older sister has been a subscriber to your newsletter for a number of years and has attempted a couple of workshops with my sister, so I assume you're the person to ask. Thank you for any insights. Thank you for your email and an interesting question, H. in Oakville. Yes, I am familiar with what is actually an ancient tradition of appreciation and understanding that the earth as a living entity is quite alive and therefore going through regular recurrent states of change. Agents observe that the earth has always made a transition that is quite noticeable about eight times a year or approximately every 45 days. It really makes a lot of sense if you consider the following perspective. For example, take summer. The sun is at its brightest and hottest in the northern hemisphere during the season, but the earth doesn't stay the same for all 90 days. Summer has a beginning, a peak, and a waning. So with the beginning of each of the four seasons, the equinoxes or solstices were specific times for celebration. The peaks, accordingly, within these three-month periods were utilized by ancients to renew their relationships with Mother Earth through cycles, specific activities, and rituals every 45 days. I'm going to provide some examples of the following celebrations by a variety of people. Let's start with the Spring Equinox, or Estor. In ancient times, this day was when light and darkness were considered equal and was referred to as austere. The season of rebirth was the predecessor of the Christian holy day of Easter. Present-day children celebrate with spring bonnets, painted eggs, etc. In ancient times, eggs were prepared specific ways at this time of year and consumed to promote prosperity and fertility. This time of year is ultimately representing daylight overtaking the darkness of winter and the life returning to earth. Next is Beltane, or May 1st. This cycle is considered the peak of spring. Green is everywhere. The earth is wet and moist and fertile. Flowers are blooming forth with promise of new life just about everywhere. Traditionally, this was the time of year when people danced and wove ribbons around the maypole, made love in the cornfields, and leapt over bonfires. Present day, some people still choose to create something called a maypole. They fill a bowl with fruits and wine, floating white flowers and green leaves. 
symbols of desire to attract love, compatibility, and fertility into your life. June 20th is the summer solstice. First day of summer is also the longest day of light in the northern hemisphere. Air is typically fresh and balmy. Flowers, plants are in or coming into full bloom. Ancients celebrated midsummer because the fruits, literally, of their hard work were now obvious on farms and in their gardens. June was also traditionally the best month to marry. Homes were often decorated with roses, the flower for June, powerful symbols of love, togetherness, trust, and truth. Roses are often focal points to this very day in modern weddings, decorations, and displays. August 1st is Lamas. As summer peaks, the time arrives for ancient people to gather their first harvest, a time of joy and sadness. Even though the light was waning and the growing season was winding down, the cupboards were full with results of their hard labor. Corn dollies that were considered symbols of the goddess of grain were created by weaving wheat stalks and cornbreads in the shape of the god of grain prepared and baked in honor of her sacrifice, her sacrifice being to be harvested for the benefit of mankind. Even in modern times in various cultures, corn muffins, breads, corn dollies started appearing for sale in markets and in different locations. The tradition of also tying sheaves of wheat to the front of businesses and doors continues as modern-day extension of this ancient tradition. September brings the fall equinox, or Maybon. Once again, day and night are considered to be in perfect balance. The ancients regarded this month's full moon as the wine moon, present day referred to as the harvest moon, and was celebrated accordingly. This was the month of the second harvest, a time also to take stock of how well prepared for the coming winter they were going to be. In many European countries, fruits used for wine are still harvested at this time. October 31st brings Samhain, an autumn's peak, and the Earth Mother draws in her resources in preparation for the coming winter cold. Harvest is now complete. It's a time to accept what has gone. Halloween is a time to celebrate these passages of the living to the underworld. One wonderful ancient tradition that usually took place at this time of year involved burying an apple at the foot of your favorite tree as a food offering for the dead on their journey to the underworld. Also on Halloween Eve, until about a minute after midnight, make sure to leave a candle burning in a pumpkin with the face of the pumpkin facing towards the front door, and if outside, facing towards the path leading to your front door. This was considered protection against wandering or confused spirits that may confuse or misunderstand you to be a living relative. Also, don't be afraid to dress up for Halloween, drink some apple cider, gather some foodstuffs thoughtfully for winter, traditionally a time to investigate a form of reading the future or divination. Readings done on this night are said to have the guidance and support of your ancestors. December is the winter solstice. On the longest night of the year, the winter solstice, the sun god symbolically begins his journey back to the light. Time of silence, rest, and peace.
we tend at this time of year to go to bed earlier, have less energy during the darker winter evenings as the Earth Mother rests and gathers her resources for the spring. Celebrate with meaningful decorations, mistletoe, holly, and evergreen boughs, symbols of everlasting life. Burn wood from a felled or dead oak if you can, locate one in your fireplace. Decorate a yule log, preferably oak again, with green and red bows or ribbons, a symbol of the sun god who is symbolically born at this time of year. If you pay attention, yule logs and various forms of cakes and decorations start popping up in grocery and department stores this time of year. February 2nd, or Cantalas, in book, peak of winter has arrived. Days start to gradually grow somewhat shorter, and it starts to feel like spring, maybe, is finally around the corner. Condomas corresponds roughly to our modern-day Groundhog Day, where we anxiously await the indications from the beloved Groundhog as to whether we're going to continue with more winter or more spring. Weather within the next six weeks. It's also a time of renewal and inspiration to prepare for the fullness of spring. Ancients celebrated this time of year by creating a corn bride from grain or corn, dressing her in white and setting her in a bride's bed or a basket. Imbolc was also a time to recognize the importance of fresh milk and was named to also celebrate the return of milk to the homes for those who had kept lactating animals like goats, sheep, and cows. Wonderful time to enjoy a glass of warm milk, spring water, and to be conscious of needs, perhaps to start afresh with your life and your life purpose. Also keep in mind your own need and desire to celebrate according to your own heart is definitely a personal one. So be it Catholic, 